0: Thanks for joining us today. We'd love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. Please take a minute and email us your story at newlifewoc at aol.com. As we continue to share the truth of God's word all around the world, we encourage you to partner with us financially at newlifewoc.com. Thanks again. Enjoy today's message from Pastor Anthony Jones. So it's provided, but everybody will not Partake of what God has already provided. You got it? So that means that there can be something available for me that God has already provided for me that I will not be able to access in my life because I don't understand faith. All right? It's provided by grace, but it's accessed by faith very common passage of scripture. You can flip there. We can quote it. Ephesians, Ephesians 2 and 8. <clears throat> now I'm just using this as a platform to build off of this morning. Ephesians 2 and 8. And it reads, it says, for by grace are you saved through what? Faith. For by grace are you saved through what? So watch this. I'm saved by what by God's what? Grace, but I had to go through what? Faith. So if I never, if listen, if I if I never go through faith, I will be saved by grace. Yeah? So and 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 this is why I, I think I it may be in last Saturday morning in my men's group that you have to understand that the grace of God is multifaceted. It's just not it's just not one thing. you got. It. You know, there's grace for salvation. There's grace for healing. There's grace for prosperity. There, there's grace for peace. Every, everything, all of this, God has already provided. When you need something, God does not run around heaven to create it. He doesn't say, you know, all right, Mr. Hebert's short on money, so we got to run around heaven to create some money. No, everything that Mr. Hebert was going to ever need in his life, God has already provided it for him. The Bible says he's the alpha, he's the omega, that means he's the beginning and the end, and he's everything in between. He's outside of time. So anything that you're going through in your life, that means that God has already provided it for your life. If he knew you was going to have a shortage, he already provided what you need to meet the what? Shortage, but it has to be accessed by what? By faith. And see, this is why people are going around With needs unmet, whether they're emotional or physical, you got it, or financial. It doesn't make a difference. The need is unmet for the believer. I'm talking about, somebody say the believer. The need is going in your life is unmet because you're unwilling to access the grace, you got it, that God has already what? Provided, that you did not earn, that you do not deserve. You're unwilling to access it by what? Faith. All right? Now, so faith is the thread of the fabric of the word of God, which means if you don't have thread, you can't make a garment. And the more thread you have, the more garments you can make. You can't make a garment without what? Thread. So if, if faith is a thread of the word of God, the fabric of the word, that, that's no way you're going to access anything in the kingdom of God without what? Faith. You know, it, it's, it's, it's important that we understand this as it relates to our life. Now, this morning what I want to do is I want to look at the fight of faith. Now, I don't know where this is going. I have some notes, but I don't know what direction I'm going to go with this, and we're just going to walk it out this morning. Because I want to I deal with the fight of faith. Because, you know, there is, there, listen, Whatever you're going to access in the kingdom, you're going to have to fight for. You got it. You do have an enemy. <laughs> you got it. And he's going to try to fight you from accessing the provisions that are rightly yours. You got it? And listen, they're just not going to just be given. You're going to have to get in this faith fight. All right. Now, go to 1 Timothy. And a lot of believers... When the fight shows up, they run home. They ain't willing to fight. So if, if, you're, not, if you're not willing to fight, then you're not going to have the provisions. Well, I won't fight. Well, <laughs> you're going to have to fight. The access what God has provided in the kingdom. But it's not a physical fight. It's a faith fight. All right? Uh, 1 Timothy 6, verse 12. It says, watch this, fight the good fight of what? Faith. I want to stop right there. Fight the good fight of what? Faith. Now, I, I, I've, I, I've said this a thousand times. The only good fight is a fight I win. No, that's the only good fight. It ain't a good fight if I lose. So, so the faith fight for the believer, God expects them to what? He expects us to win. You got it? So this is why it's a good fight. So that means, now watch this, if I'm willing, watch this, to fight this fight by faith, that means, watch this, I'm going to win. So I don't have to wonder whether or not, or, or I don't have to wonder how this thing going to turn out. If I'll just stay in what? Faith. In the end, watch this, I will what? I'm going win. Hunt your neighbor and say, I'm going to win. win. Now, 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 this scripture tells me that I am in a fight, and that fight is a what kind of fight? A good fight, but it is a what? Faith fight. All right? Now, that word fight means the presence of conflict, striving for mastery, an example would be like an athletic competition. So now, there cannot be a fight unless there's some conflict. Right? So just the mere term, that the term being used that we must fight the good fight of what? Faith. When it says that we're in a what? Fight, even though it's what? A good fight. Watch this. There's this presence of what? Conflict. So now, if you don't like conflict, you're going to have a problem when it comes to a faith fight. So, so, so now I must be willing to embrace the conflict. Somebody say embrace, embrace. the conflict. Now, in simple terms, my conflict, my conflict is not with the devil or other people. My conflict is learning how to live by faith. So I, so, so I really don't have any conflict with other folk. Listen, I really ain't got no conflict with the devil. My conflict is learning how to live by faith. You got it? And if I learn how to live by faith, I'll win every conflict. Okay, praise the Lord. Okay, let's go. Go to Matthew 8. Go to Matthew 8. See, see, this is the problem. The church don't think they're supposed to win. You're not just supposed to win. You're supposed to win every time. It ain't like you're supposed to be hitting 90%. Come on, you're supposed to win what? See, but here's the problem. What looks, what was counted as a win in the kingdom, the world may look at as a loss. Okay, okay, let me switch. This is why I I got my notes, but I'm gonna flow with the Holy Spirit on this because this is where people are missing this. Now, when Jesus was crucified on that cross, to the world, it looked like a loss. That's what it looked like. And listen, they thought they was winning because the Bible says if they had a known, they wouldn't have crucified the Lord of what? Glory. So watch this. The devil thought, watch this. I don't want this. So in the world, as far as the world looks like, listen, they look like, like that's a win. So it looked like to them that Jesus was lost. But then in three days, what looked like a loss ended up being a what? Oh, come on, win. So, so, so watch this. When you're in a conflict, there may be some times in the midst of that conflict where it looked like you done took an L. But if you just stay in the fight, the L has to turn into a what? A W. But listen now, you can't quit because now if Jesus hadn't have got up, it would have been a what L. So, hunt your neighbors. Say, stay in, stay in the fight. Now, what would I say? What I say, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. I say Matthew eight, Matthew eight. Praise the Lord, Matthew eight. <clears throat> now I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you this in scripture, and and this is where I'm telling you, man. You know, folk, man, they get in a they get in a faith fight. And you start responding out of your flesh. Or what you think. Or what seems right. And watch this. Every time you do that. Watch this. You cannot access what God has already provided for you in the kingdom. So now. Even though. It may look like in the natural. You made the right decision and that decision has afforded you to live a certain life, the life that you're actually living is a counterfeit life because it's not the life God intended for you to live. Y'all know what a counterfeit is, right? A counterfeit is something that looks like it's real, but once you get up close to it, you, got, you tell that it's not what? Real. You try, listen, a counterfeit life cannot benefit anybody else. It just looks good. All right, let's take an example. Uh, uh, if I had a counterfeit apple up here, one of them plastic apples, you, know, you know, when I'll come up, my mom, they not have real fruit. They, they would have counterfeit fruit. You know, they had a the plastic fruit to sit in the bowl. You got? It. Now, the only thing that fruit was good for is to look at. It. But it couldn't benefit nobody. Because if you went up and tried to take a bite of it, watch this, it would do you no well good because it wasn't what? And this is what is happening in the church. You got it? That a lot of folk lives are counterfeits. So this is why their life does not really benefit nobody but them. But that's because they're, un- they're unwilling to fight the good fight of what? Faith. You got? It? Every decision that I make is purely a natural or a decision or a natural decision or a decision that makes sense to me. And whenever you begin to live like that, you listen, you disengage in the faith fight. See, the faith fight is what yields you kingdom results. You listen that that you can get results in this world without faith, but you cannot get kingdom results in this world without what faith. See, because here's my thing. Watch this. When you get to the end of you, do you know how to access God? Because there's going to be a situation now. You better hear me right now. There's going to be a situation in your life that you're going to have to deal with. That's going to be bigger than you. So now, now, so now, what you going to do now? Because now it's too late to learn how to pray. Now, now it's too late to learn how, watch this, to engage your faith. So what you going to do now? So this is my thing. I'm talking to believers, especially members of this church. So you come to church every Sunday and every Wednesday to be learn how, learn, so that I can be taught how to live by what? Faith. You got show it so that when the struggle comes or the conflict comes, I don't trip because I know what to do. I ain't got to pick up the phone to call the banker or the doctor or anybody else because what's that old song? I got Jesus on the main line. Yeah. Tell him what you want. <laughs> you got, but but this is this is what, this is not happening in the church. Because as soon as the conflict comes, man, we just act up. We forget we forget everything this word says. And if you're not gonna apply this, it ain't gonna do you no good. Matthew eight, uh, that's what that's what Carl said last night when he was when he was talking to the teens. And that and that and that analogy that he gave, what dream. The word dream, right? And the A meant apply. Sit over here and tell y'all you want to do. If you don't apply none of it, ain't going to do you what? No good. And now watch this. You only get a chance to apply when conflict shows up. Watch this. Because even though you're called to live by faith, faith is designed for conflict. Okay, okay, praise God. This is how, listen, this is how you strengthen your faith. Matthew 8, man, this is good to me. Oh, man, that could be good to y'all, it's good to me. I tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm first partaker. Shoot, huh? good to me, huh? Watch this, Matthew 8, verse 5, watch this. It says, and when Jesus was entering into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant, lieth at home, sick of the pa- palsy, grievously tormented. So the, so the man's servant, at the house, in pain, can't move. Stuck like Chuck. <laughs> All right, praise the Lord. He ain't nothing to do <laughs> Watch this, watch it. Verse 8, verse 7. And Jesus said unto him, watch this. I will come and what? Heal him. This interior answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shalt come under my roof. But underline this next word, best three words. But speak the word, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, ho, only. Okay? But, <laughs> but speak the word only, and my servant shall be what? Healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, go. And he goeth, and another come, and he cometh, and tell my servant, do this, and he do, do, does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled, and said to them that followed, Verily, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in where? Israel. Got it? So, now, so you had the Jews follow them, and Jesus tell them I ain't none of y'all got this kind of faith. <laughs> that was the one who followed. Cause, you know, Jesus came for the who? That's my Wednesday night crowd. Yeah, you know when he came, when he came the first time, he cover everybody. He came for the what? Jews. All right. They rejected him. And then we got a cha- we got a chance <laughs> to have him. Because they reject. See, some, sometimes, I don't know how to say this. Sometimes, some of the best things is in what somebody else's reject. So, watch this. Don't feel bad if you're being rejected. Okay. okay, praise the Lord. Y'all, boy, y'all ready to go home today. Okay, watch this. Now, here's the question. The question I want you to ask. Now, watch this. What did Jesus call great faith in this text? He called great faith this man's ability to believe that Jesus had the power to heal his servant and would do it. And he only had to speak a word to get it done. Right now. What was the conflict that was present? His servant was what? Sick, and he was in what pain. So now watch this: his master's faith solved his conflict. Okay, 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 okay. This is this is powerful. Now I want you to see, I want you to see something here. So that means that his master had some say so. Of what took place in his servant's life. Even though his servant couldn't contact Jesus, he could contact, watch this, Jesus' form. So if, not, 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 the Bible's clear that the man that was sick was his what? Okay, okay. So, in order for me to qualify for intervention into my life by my master, it means I must be a servant. because this servant this master had listen, doc, he had the right to go to Jesus not for something he needed, but for something. Somebody under his authority needed. Yeah, I can. You? Okay, okay. Let, let's look at this in two ways because I gotta make sure you get this because a, a lot of folk, a lot of folk don't understand this. See, it really doesn't do me any good to pray for you or to go to God for you. You got it. If you're not under my authority. Because see that <laughs> I'm gonna mess with now, I'm gonna mess with you now. Because it's very clear. It's very clear that this guy had a right to go. Now I'll give you another example because look at that woman that came for her what? Daughter. See, sometimes you can pray for folk who are in your own house, but God can't do nothing for you for them because they won't listen to nothing you say. No, you going to God for your child. No, let's talk about your house. You got a child that you interceding for, and you believe in God for, and God said, "I can't do nothing because they won't submit to you." Yes, right. I know that messed some folk theology up. So "This, this why? for Why? 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 His prayer don't work for me because you ain't submitted." Right. You got it. anybody? Listen, go check your. I want to talk about it. Anybody that Jesus healed, had listen, even when they came to him directly, they had to believe something about him. Right. God, this is why I tell folks, you, you make all the proud lies you want to. And we stand here until the Lord split the sky. If some folk don't learn how to submit, now, and, and it's crazy to think, and this is what I, I tell, tell folks, uh, it's crazy to sit here and think and tell yourself that you can submit to God, but you can't even submit to folk in your life. You can't submit to your boss. Anybody that try to tell you to do something that you don't like or you don't want to do, you buck up against it. But then you say you listen, you trust, you you'll listen to God. No, this is, now I'm going to let me prove this to you, y'all. I'm going to tell you, this is what I'll prove to you. Jesus said, how can you say you love God Who you have not what? Seen. But you watch this. You hate your brother who you see what? Every day. See, you got to find. See, this is the problem. You got to find out why the kingdom ain't working for you. Maybe because you don't want to listen to nobody but you. Go to to Matthew, go to Matthew 9. Trying to get you to see, listen, listen, listen. Faith is for conflict. But your faith is not going to work if you're unwilling to submit to the kingdom or the king. It's not going to work. And whoever you submit it to, they may not give you the instructions that you think are right. And just because you don't think they are right for you, that does not mean you don't need to obey. I'm going to teach you. you ain't, I, I tell folks, you ain't got to listen. You ain't got to do it. But the, you keep right on living the life the way you want to live it. But when all hell break loose, Don't trip. Because you better, when it start breaking loose, you better know how to dig in. Because I'm telling I don't care in, in, in life. Listen, I, I, I was talking to Lewis on the way out there, out there, out there earlier. Listen, in life, you're going to have, watch this, some good days. <laughs> come on. And you're going to have some bad days. You You prophesied. I ain't prophesied. Jesus said, in this world, come on, you're going to have what? trouble? You got it. So watch this. You may not be experiencing no trouble now, but watch this trouble going to come. Now, if you know trouble coming, you might as well know how to deal with trouble when it shows up, because because, you know, dealing with trouble the way you won't deal with don't work. I don't know. OK, OK, I, I can say that about me. It, 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 it don't work. It don't work. So, so now I need to go. Listen, I'm a believer. I'm a child of God. I love God. Now I need to learn how faith works. You got it? And faith is not going to work for me if I'm unwilling to submit to God. Because he is the final authority. But now see, but watch this. Anything that you see spiritual, watch this. There must be some natural implications. Talked about it all the time. Praise the Lord, glory be to God. That you got to, you listen. The folk that's in authority over you, you don't have the right to buck against them. Well, what if they ain't right? Go to God. But you can't make them be right. I tell folk, I, Many folk had left jobs because jobs that God probably meant for them watch this they meant for you to run the company. But you left the job because there was somebody in between you and the next step that you couldn't get along with. Now if you if you'd have understood, now this conflict need to be resolved by faith I'm going to stay right here until I win it. Either this person that's standing in between me and me running this, co- this company, even gonna have a change of heart about me, watch this, or, or watch this, they're going to move out in the way. If I know I'm supposed to be here. And it's amazing to me that a whole lot of folk always talk about I'm supposed to be there until conflict show up. But now as soon as conflict show up, we start doubting whether or not we're supposed to be there. No, the conflict shows up because now God needs you to use your what? faith to win the what? conflict. But we I mean, we, we, so, we I mean we I mean we I mean we quit so easily. We supposed to be peculiar people. That's how we supposed to be peculiar. Not because you walk around buildings and shout and they fall down. No, no. you're supposed to be a peculiar person because, watch this, you live according to what the word of God said. Now, if God tell you to walk around a building like he told them and to shout, watch this, you ain't got to worry about the wall falling. They're not only going to fall, they're going to fall flat. (laughs) Matthew 9, praise the Lord, glory be to God. Some old song, old song you sing, I Got a Made Up Mind. What's that song? I got a I can't remember how it goes. It's the old song, I Got a Made Up Mind. I can't remember how it go. But anyway, Josh, you got to make up your mind. You got to make up your mind. This is how I'm going to live. Like I'm going to live by faith. If they, listen, if this, if this world takes me out, they're going to take me out by faith. But I'm going out of here trusting you. Yeah. Jesus Christ. No, 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 no! I'm going, I'm going out of here. Trust you. You, you need an example, Stephen. Yeah. No, no, come on! No, no, I can give you answer. Stephen, did he go out of here? Yeah, but he went out of here. Believing God, I believe Dr. Martin Luther King went out like that. That 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 the speech he made before they before they assassinated him. He said, "I may not." Come on! I may not go there with you, but my eyes have seen. Yeah. <laughs> you got <it. laughs> see, see, see. I see you got. So it, it doesn't mean that you know it's gonna look like all everything is all good in the hood. You got it because and you can say what you want to. That 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 segregation and all that stuff broke a whole lot quicker in his death than if he would have lived. Now you sit there and toy with that all you want to. You sit there and toy with it all you want to. It happened a whole lot quicker because of his assassination. See, but God don't, see, God don't think like us. See, because in our mind, death is the end. It's a bad thing. But Paul said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And he says, for me to die is gain. That's what Paul said. The one who wrote most of this book that you read, New Testament. He says, for me to die is what? Gain. See, what, here's the problem. I, we, listen, I, we need a paradigm shift. Our mind is messed up. Because our mind has been conditioned by this world. But what I'm trying to get, the point I'm trying to get you to see today is that when conflict shows up in your life, that is not the time for you to run in another direction. When conflict shows up in your life, that is the time for me to dig in in faith. Which means now I gotta find out what God has told me to what do, and I gotta dig in and what do it, regardless of how it feels. Matthew nine verse twenty nine. I tell people all the time, you need to let the word teach you the whole pen. But you're gonna be taught. See, when you're in the hall pen, you're always screaming for somebody to come get you out. I mean, y'all got kids, you tell them don't do it, don't do it, and then they do it, and then something bad happens, and then they go screaming, come get me out. My theory, leave them there until they come to themselves. Because if you pull them too quick. They're gonna go right back. You read the whole pen experience. He the, the the boy had he came to him what? He came to him and said, "What we do is we pull them too quick. Yeah. Let them come to them what? Let them realize you know what? I was wrong. And sometimes folk don't learn until the heat show up." No, no. Y'all come on, man. Come on. Somebody give me some help here this morning. Some of y'all, y'all know you don't learn until the heat comes. I mean, some folks, they don't learn until something bad happens. Right. Just let me go on and say it. They don't learn. You tell them over and over and over again. I said hello, I week. My mama told me that's stove hot, that's stove hot, that's stove hot. Don't touch that heater. Don't touch it. I ain't listen. As soon as she wasn't around, she don't know what she's talking about. And, and still carrying a scar from it. <laughs> yeah? And it's, it's sad that we got to learn that way. Right. Praise the Lord. Watch this. Matthew 10. Matthew 10. Come on. Somebody say, My faith. My faith. No, come on. Come on. Y'all got to give me more help. And that's more of that. Somebody say, My faith, My faith. is designed. For conflict. for conflict, say it again. Somebody say, "My faith, My faith is designed, is designed for, conflict. for conflict." So now, what you got to understand? So when conflict show up, don't you back up? Don't you back up? Now I say Matthew what nine twenty nine. 29. Matthew nine twenty nine. Just I said okay. I think I want to go nine. Yeah, I want to go nine, not ten. Nine, nine, nine. Go to verse. 27. 27. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy. What? And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to what? Him. And Jesus said unto them, Believe you that I am able to what? They said unto him, no, no, Yeah. Yahoo, submission. <laughs> Cause now, see that. Cause now, once you once you go calling him Lord, now that means now you have paid, you have put yourself in a position of submission. Watch this, which now allows him to intervene on your behalf for the Father. See, and Jesus said everybody that call me Lord Lord (laughs) this makes sense see so when he really becomes your Lord we'll be able to see his intervention in your life okay praise the Lord hallelujah glory be to God it don't mean you can just call him Lord that don't mean nothing you can call me Lord. And it don't mean nothing. You got it? Here's the thing. You can't fool Jesus. You can fool me. You can fool the elders of this church. Watch this. You may even be able to fool yourself. But there's one person you will not fool. And that's Jesus. But here's the guarantee I get. When I choose to put myself in a place of submission to him, I don't have to worry about him intervening on my behalf. Watch this. Even in situations where I can't order it myself, he'll do it for me. Glory be to God. Oh, man, that's so good. (laughs) You're laying <laughs> you, you, you on the bed. You can't say nothing. You can't do nothing. You're on your last breath. And he'll just step in and say, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. That one down mine. Yeah. Get your hands off of them right now. Yeah. You didn't have to say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. See what the devil don't want you to know. And this is what y'all going to get today is that there is some benefit in learning how to submit to God. And I cannot submit to God if I won't even submit to the ones that God has placed in authority over me. For me to say I can submit to God, but you ain't got nobody else who can tell you nothing, is a lie. Because as soon as they tell you something that does not agree with you, you're gone. I didn't say they told you to do something to sin. Because somebody tell you to do something that's against God, I don't care who it is. Don't do it. You wonder why there ain't no power. This why there ain't no power. In the church. Because don't nobody want to listen to anybody that got somebody to tell them something that they don't want to do. Gotta kind of almost fight with folk to get them what they supposed to do. Watch this what they have a uh, greed to do. He's talking about you tell them to do something that they ain't a greed to do. I'm talking about what they a uh, greed to do. Let me change that. That's to 10. Like <laughs> I might not get there with you. My eyes have seen. Matthew, let's say. Go to First John. God can make the wrongs right. You better understand that. Don't care about folk wronging you. God can make the wrong right. Watch this. He's giving you your faith. Watch well, this to make wrongs right. <laughs> A wrong don't have to stay wrong. But we just—I I can show you many examples. Just show you: the, Was it right for those folk to be sick? As far as God is said, no. Why? Claim no sickness in heaven. And God wronged the what? He wronged the right. The one that was sick got up, was healed. The ones that were blind? Watch this. They were able to what? See. God can right the wrongs. And this is what y'all done saying, When you got a whole lot of wrong in your life. God can right the wrong. But God is not going to right the wrong when you're unwilling to do what's right. You're unwilling to live the way he told you to live. You, I mean, you're still trying to cut corners with God. You're not trying to cut side deals. I, y'all, I know, I know, I'm, talking, I'm guilty. Well, God, if you... <laughs> That's a side deal, y'all. Come on, y'all. Well, God, if you... Why, why, we got, why we got to keep cutting corners? When we a side aside if you did, I did. No. Why can we just can't say, God, well, you said this. Now, I'm really going to tell you in my mind, in my flesh, I don't like it. But you know what? You Lord, so I'm going to do it. Period. Don't make sense to me. I don't see why I can't have that and I can't do that. Everybody else is having it and doing it. But watch this everybody else ain't you. Listen, when God made you, he broke the mold. There is nobody else like you. He has called you to do something that nobody else is designed in this earth to what? Do. He didn't listen, he didn't make no doubles. First John 5 and 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the what? World. World. And this is the victory that overcometh the what? Even our what? So, what causes me to overcome? No, what causes me to overcome in life as far as the Bible is concerned? Faith. Now, so that means now if I don't learn how to live by faith in situations that I'm supposed to overcome, I'm overrun. Thank you for that. In situations that God has planned for me, this is his plan. His plan was for me to overcome. And that situation. But because I was unwilling to live by what? Faith. I didn't overcome the situation. The situation overran me. This is why faith is so important. This is why why I'm telling y'all, I can't get off these lessons in faith. Because I'm in a faith fight. And I don't care if don't nobody else. I I want y'all to get it. But if y'all don't, that's okay. I hear me too. You got it? I got to dig in. What is, God, what is God telling me to do right here in this situation? Because I don't believe he's telling me to retreat. You got it? So now God, what do I need to do? Some it may, This is where you got to have instructions. Because what he tells me to do may not be what he tells you to do. But he don't want me to retreat in this thing. He wants me to dig in, watch this, hold my ground, and do exactly what it is he tells me to do. Anybody that cried for God's help in the Old Testament, when he showed up, did he tell them to do what you want to do or do what I tell you to do? Okay, praise the Lord. Now, if they was unwilling to do what he told them to what? Do, they didn't what? They didn't prevail. So what, listen, y'all, this is what I want y'all to see. Listen, I'm talking to believers today. What makes you think we're any different? Oh, Grace. No, I done told you, you can't access God's grace without faith. See, you have to understand, this is where you got to get to the point. And you got to get, I I said years ago, you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. You got to understand, you know what? I don't have to live like this. And why am I living beneath my privileges? And then you got to make up your mind, guess what? I ain't living like this no more. Now, God, I'm going to trust you to bring me up. Now, I ain't, now, now ain't going to try to bring myself up because if I bring myself up, I can let myself down. <laughs> you got it? So now, if I'm going to get brought up, I'm going to do it by faith. And I'm going to let God do it. Yeah. All right. Now, so faith, faith is how we overcome. So if we are believers, why are we so dependent on the world system to bring us deliverance or victory? When conflict and situations show up in your life, why do we turn to the world so quick? If faith is how we overcome. Cause you know what, you can say what you want to. When crisis comes, you turn to who you can trust. Okay, okay, now you can talk. You can talk. You can come on. No, no, you can talk. You can say all the right things. You can talk all you want to. But listen now. Now let your own personal life. Now, watch it. You got a financial need in your life, and it's crisis. It's crisis. I mean, it's, it's, it's serious. It ain't no joke. Now, who are you going to turn to? Are you going to turn to somebody who you can trust that can get you the money? Or are you going to turn to somebody who you know couldn't get you nothing? Trust. <laughs> so, see, see I, I, I'm trying to get you to see something. See, in the moment of crisis, it really reveals to you who you really trust. Now, you can try to sugarcoat it and try to make it look like God all you want to. You got it? But in the midst of a crisis, you got it, you will be able to tell something about yourself. Now, and watch this. In that crisis, if you found out that you really didn't trust God, that's okay because now you, listen, I know. So now what I need to do is now I need to begin to watch this work on this position or this place that I'm at to leave where I'm at to get to the place so when it comes the next time I'll be able to trust God instead of trust something else. Yeah. Yeah. See, but you got to know, see, I, I really believe in all my heart, I believe a whole lot of times this is why crises show up in our life, a lot of times to really show us who we really trust. Because if you don't know something in you, how you going to get it out of you? We, we have the illusion of trust. But there's really, there really no what? Trust. And that, listen, what you gotta, that gets us nothing in the, in, in the kingdom. Now the only thing we can do is cry for mercy. Listen, where there is no faith, the only thing you got left is mercy. Mercy. And then when you cry out, God, I know I ain't where I need to be. I know I've been playing church instead of being the church. But I need, watch this, your help. The boy crying for mercy. Help me get out of this mess I'm in. Watch this. And watch it. And Lord, and we cut the side deal. And Lord, if you do. <laughs> Uh, listen, I'm gonna listen, listen, listen. The next time something like this show up, watch this. I'm gonna be a whole lot farther alone than I am right now. Yeah, right, right. And see, and I, listen, y'all, y'all play all you want to. I believe in my heart of hearts, God say, okay. No, cause listen, cause God knows your heart. Now I ain't talking about you know. I ain't talking about you know. How I many, how many old old drinkers, you know, alcohol? Well, I ain't say drink, you know, alcoholics, alcoholics, you know, if you ain't alcoholic. <laughs> drinkers. I mean old drinkers. Old, old, drinkers. that's all. No, I know old drinkers old. that's all. Okay. Okay, well, praise the Lord. All right. But I know, watch it, Doc. I, I, know, I know, listen, doc. have you ever, have you ever drunk so much one night? And boy, I mean, Doc, you hurting. I mean, that green you're throwing up. I mean, it's hurting. You got it. And in that time you say, God, if you would just stop this right now, I'll never do it again. Now, you know you really didn't mean that. You just wanted to get out of that pain. Come on, you just wanted to get out of that pain for that what? Moment. But as soon as the pain was gone, you went right back to the thing that brought the pain. See, See, you can't do that with God because God already knows what you're going to do even before you what? Do it. But the moment you cry out and you believe God and you say, you know what? I, I know, listen, yep, uh-huh, I'm out of this thing this time. I believe mercy comes in. Whew. So, but you don't, you don't get no you know, like a play, boy was playing uh, Monopoly last night at the house. You know how you get that thing? Get out of jail free. <laughs> I'm holding this right here on the side. So when I hit that jail this time, I just put my play my get out of jail free car. Ain't no get out of jail free cars. God, because you can't. You don't play no games with God, God, because God know you what? He knows your heart. He knows your heart. What I say? I didn't say. I'm going to make this statement, then I'm going to close, y'all. All right. So now, as we look, as we look at this word faith, we will see it used in most cases as the Greek word pistis, which means trust belief with the implications that actions based on that trust or belief will follow. Now, from that definition, I want you to take away two things when we talk about faith. When we talk about faith, we are talking about belief and actions. All right? We're talking about belief and actions. When I'm talking about faith, I'm not just not talking about believing. I'm going to explain this to you because I want you to really understand this. Who got a quarter? You got to change. me a quarter. Somebody got a quarter. Give me a quarter. I forgot that. Yeah, I'll give you a quarter back. <laughs> okay. You got a quarter. Okay. All right. Now. Hey, what kind of quarter you got here? A quarter with the with the president and the eagle on the back. Y'all got something else on the back. What's that? They fight that two or three eagles. What's that? What's that? I ain't never seen a quarter like that. I, I ain't even seen it too. What's that? This has got a patriot on the back. Wait, well, anyway, well, I don't know. Okay, let me. I'm seeing. I make my point with this. Old, oh, give me an old school quarter. They got why? they got they got the president head on the front and got the eagle on the back. They got patriots and they all who this? I don't know who this. Is. What is it? What is it? You got where the patriot I'll take your counterfeit quarter. <laughs> your real quarter. <laughs> okay, this is the old school quarter. Yeah. Now I'm doing. I need. I need both sides because I wanted to prove something. I could have used that, but it's, it's better with this. All right. When you get this, this coin has two sides. Got it. It has one side of it is a, I, I, I guess an inscription or a picture of the first president George Washington, and on the back of it is an eagle. You got it? This is called legal tender as it relates, you know, um, to our country. And so if I wanted a good or a service, you got it, I will give this person this quarter and then they will give me the good or the service. You got it? So I I trade my this for their that. All right. Now, if I was to take this quarter, and take it to a machine room and grind off one side of this quarter like grind off the eagle and then I went into a store and I tried to give this to the person and exchange it for a good or a service, they are under no obligation to take it because it doesn't have two sides it only has one side now while I'm using this to say this is the same thing as it relates to the kingdom of God, you got it that when you go try to make an exchange in the kingdom, there must be two sides met. Watch this. Belief and actions. So if you just go to God with a believe side and no action, there's no transition taking place in the kingdom. Because it requires faith. You got it. And in order to have faith present, both must be present. Both of us will be present. Let me take. Let me now Let me give you another example. How, who, who in here is a nurse? Explain to you, okay, Charles, on the front right here. Okay, Charles. Now I've used this a thousand times. In this church. You've been here any time. You already know what to say. But just act like you don't know. <laughs> now, if there was a person in this church right now and they was at the brink of starving to death. I mean, if they didn't get something to eat within five seconds. Ten seconds, they'll die. Right? Ten seconds. You can be they just that far gone. If they don't get something in their system within ten seconds, they're gone. Got it from starvation. Now, if I had an apple sitting up here, my Bible is an apple. Had an apple sitting up here, and that person was sitting at the standing at the back, back there, like where Daniel was standing. And I asked them back there. I said, "Do you believe?" If you eat this apple right here, you will live. And they can stand by there and say, yes, I believe. If I eat that apple, I live. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And they still standing back there. Come on, talking about they believe. But they never did anything to come get this apple and eat it, they will die, watch this, believe in something. Ooh, no, 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 this is what This is what. I meant for This see, because everybody wants to, now, you can believe something. That person could really believe that if they ate that apple, they will what? Live. But never took the apple up and ate it, they still would have what? Died believing if they ate it they would have lived yeah, yeah. and watch this and what they believed was accurate yeah, yeah. so this why it takes faith faith has two sides it has a believing side and it has an action side you can when you start talking about biblical believing you cannot separate somebody's believing from their what actions See, no, we no, we do that. But the Bible does not do that. There is no separation. And see, but what we want to do is we won't sep- we won't sep- there is no separation. So when you're in faith, you not only believe it, but you act on what you believe. And this is a, this is who I get this from. This is this is this is a point that a lot of People in church don't understand. You know, I mean, even Jesus made a statement about the demons. Well, Jesus not what well, Jesus one of the um it was one of the back one of the minor prophets, but it says even the demons believe and tremble. Well, I thought they just had to believe in God. No, you got to do man, you got to believe in the finished work of Jesus. You know, everybody's going. I believe in God, and still going to hell. Because the Bible said even the demons believe. Now, ain't no demons going to heaven. He booted them out of heaven. No, he ain't going to let them back in. But when when it comes to your faith, you got to understand that you sit there talking about you believe something. But then I look at your actions. Your actions don't line up with what you say you believe. Then that's not faith. So if there's not any faith, there is no transition or transaction in the kingdom. Because it takes what? Both. Praise the Lord. Get a Lord a hand clap and prayer. I'm done. For more lessons from Pastor Anthony Jones and New Life Church, please subscribe to this podcast. You can also go to newlifewoc.com for our live streaming service times. Thanks for listening.